Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. Where hypocrisy meets accountability. I just want to do God's will. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. The prisoner wishes to say a word. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. Welcome aboard. This is so good to be with you. The Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, this June the 28th. A Wednesday is live. Now, of course, we've got our shows going. Two other recorded shows per week. We make sure we hit the subscribe button. Podcasts everywhere you are. Uh, YouTube right now, we're on a little bit of a suspension. They did not like a piece of COVID vaccine commentary, so we're suspended there. But Rumble is alive and well. We've got some great videos going. Call, text, email, all hour. We want you involved. 720-999-9493. That's the text line. The phone number gets you live on the air. 303-477-5600. That gets the set, the tone. Here we go. Let us give all praise and then right into an action-packed full hour. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness and your presence. We're asking you to come upon this city and do a work. We've got black hearts all over this city, and we're asking that you open a window, open a door, make your way in, help us lead with courage, boldness, and bravery, and we say it all in the heavenly name of Jesus. Amen, folks. It is so good to be with you. Now, I've told Luke two things. Keep me on track and keep that bleep button ready because I'm hot. I'm sick of it. This is what looks like at the end of Pride Month, folks. We are 28 days into this thing. The most demonic month of the year. I'm sick to death of it. Second half of the show, we're going to talk about this pride, the concept of pride and why God hates it, doesn't honor it. And LGBTQ and this month represents everything that angers God. So we'll talk about that second half. But first of all, folks, if you're living right now, listening right now, breathing right now in America, you are witnessing the greatest volume of government corruption we've ever seen. I don't care if you want to go back to the CIA assassinating Kennedy in the 1960s, uh, threatening to kill Martin Luther King and then eventually get that job done. But the letters that the FBI was sending Martin Luther King, uh, we've had government corruption at high, high levels for decades upon decades. We know about all that. But what we're seeing right now, and it starts at the very, very top, Joe Biden And his criminally minded family, his criminally minded activities and his criminal enterprise made its way all to the way to the highest levels. And they decided to enrich themselves. And because of that, it then required the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Justice to all get involved in this scheme to cover up the president's misdoings. Now, why did they do all this stuff? That's very simple. Without Joe, without Donald Trump. There's no need to run and cover Joe Biden like this. Get him out. Get somebody else in. We can do better than that. But because of the fear that Donald Trump is looming, lurking in the background, they will do everything to the extent of denying that the sun is rising in the east. I mean, they literally right now are talking about the text messages that we've seen from Hunter Biden to the Chinese businessman. We're going to have clips of those all hour. And deny that the sun is yellow. They're going to deny the fact that Joe Biden and his family wreaked millions. I mean, just raked it in millions of dollars over the last de- several decades to enrich themselves at your and I's expense. The liberal media won't touch it. 
They're going to have to. The walls are caving in on Joe Biden. We have said on this show many a time that we predict and stand by the prediction that still in this calendar year, still in this summer, folks, we just got into the summer, that Joe Biden himself has to resign. He's going to pull the act of time to spend time with family. My poor son, he's a mess. The father that he is, he's going to spend time with his family in his golden era years. This is an 80-year-old president, folks, that looks 90. An 80-year-old that's probably the mental capacity of a 100-year-old human being, and he's leading the free world. Joe Biden steps down Kamala Harris, who couldn't garner 2% of the popular vote during the Democratic uh, convention primaries, that whole process, 2%. She's anointed president of the United States. We check off the list a black woman. We check off the list um, an extremist, uh, the most extreme person to ever hold the office. You thought Joe Biden was extreme? Wait till you see Kamala Harris, folks. We get all that this summer. But the fact that the FBI and the Department of Justice has been exposed as being all in exclusively to protect Joe Biden and to defeat Trump. They are going on because not only are they denying each and every single act of Joe Biden and his deviant son, Hunter, threatening people. He holds a grudge for life. My father will bury you. This and that and the other. They've also make no mistake, folks, the release of the Donald Trump tape in which he's evidently shuffling papers and showing a, a document in which General Mark Milley was trying to instigate war in Iran, a setup that Donald Trump wanted no part of. The reason they hate Donald Trump is because he is anti-war everywhere around the world. Donald Trump is against the U.S. being involved in each and every global conflict that our powers that be, the Washington establishment, the global elites, Now, Democrats, Democrats, you used to be hippies, make love, not war. That's not the case anymore. They've written a blank check to Ukraine and they've said you shall defend Ukraine. If we have to sacrifice our own country to bail out a nothing country, Ukraine did not exist 30 years ago. And now we're willing to write a blank check, teeter on war, teeter on our own self-demise Here have all of our equipment, tanks, missiles, planes, you name it, for Ukraine? That just shows the appetite for war with our globalists, with our elite, with our establishment, and with our uniparty. People got rich. Folks, we're producing shows twice a week outside of our live airings. And one of the things that we covered uh, just Monday show is look at how much the U.S. has gotten involved in all these different global conflicts. Korea and Vietnam. Is the world a better place today because the United States got involved in Vietnam? (laughs) Where's the benefit? Is the world a better place because we went to Afghanistan and Iraq for 20 years? Libya? Is the world a better place because we've done that? Absolutely not. But the powers that made that call are richer personally because of that. We got out of Iraq and Afghanistan and that mess. August of 2021. And by February of 22, we had the checkbook out saying Ukraine were there to the end. The reason they hate Donald Trump is because he opposes being involved. He is pro-peace. See, that should bother us as Americans. Why are we not more pro-peace than pro-war? 
I don't care Democrat or Republican. That should bother you. Absolutely should bother you. But right now, the Uniparty is hell-bent on being involved. The Uniparty is hell-bent on making sure that Donald Trump spends the rest of his life in jail. Cue up that clip, Luke. This is the call that the, the and somebody's leaked this out. And make no mistake, the government brought this tape out simultaneously with the scandal of Hunter and Joe Biden. Play the clip of Joe, uh, Donald Trump talking to the reporter. Go ahead. These are bad, sick people. That, but, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started it. right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to That's right. Trying right. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack, and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know, she'd send, it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner, yeah. the pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here. I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's you. incredible, right? No, they, hey, bring they some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. So that little piece of audio, that little correspondence, in which that was a reporter doing a story on Mark Meadows, getting a, an interview with Donald Trump for that book, a memoir. Like anybody needs a memoir on Mark Meadows. Give me a break. But that, from the elitist eye, from the global cabal's eye is worthy of putting Donald Trump in jail for life. All those Department of Justice uh, indictments that have been brought recently, okay, those are all 20-year type stuff. This is party over, and they're hell-bent on it right now. Folks, they know Donald Trump cannot even make it on the ballot. In their eyes, in their mind, it is such a terrifying thought that Donald Trump, without the fear of ever having to run for public office again, could dare run become president for a second time, win a third election, and go on an absolute mission to destroy the swamp. It wouldn't, he has the experience now to get past the Russia collusion. They're saying he's wise to that now. We can't risk it. Get him off the ballot. Get him in jail. They are trying to do that right now. They are interfering with an election just like they did in 2016 
with Hillary Clinton's dossier, the impeachments that came. Remember, Donald Trump said, hey, I don't know that we can send all this money to Ukraine without some verification of these funds and the corruption that's going on in Ukraine. That right there, they thought, was impeachment worthy. They have tried every way to get rid of Donald Trump, and now they're going for the nuclear option. The final slaughter, put him in jail for life. Interesting note, though, his Secret Service would follow him into jail. They would be taking shifts shifts with Donald Trump in jail. That is fascinating to think. Why would you like to sign up for that job? You're doing federal time, eight hours a day, protecting the president in jail for 20 years. It's breathtaking. I don't believe that can ever happen. I believe that tape means nothing. What you can see is it was a complete setup by, once again, this desire to be involved in war. Mark Milley says, here, President, we can attack Iran right now and do this and then pin it on Donald Trump. And he said, no, I don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of your deviant, nefarious plan to go to war in countries that we have no business or desire to be a part of. But that's what they were going for. Now, meanwhile, as they're hell-bent on that, distracting with that, pretending that this is why this is a dangerous former president. He shouldn't even be out on the streets. As the media makes believe that, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were mafia-style shaking down wealthy Chinese businessmen, people connected to the Chinese Communist Party, I want to make sure we remember all throughout the 2020 campaign, Joe Biden denied emphatically that he ever had anything, any conversation with his son about his business dealings, with his brother about their business dealings. And think about that. What kind of piece of crap, dad? Seriously. And now you know why you got Hunter the way he is. Son, I know you're excited about your new business venture and your your career. I don't want to hear a thing about it. I'm covering my ears, earmuffs. What kind of dad does that? I mean, if your son was involved in something noble and worthy, I don't care if you're vice president. I don't care if you're a U.S. senator. Wouldn't you want to hear about what you're up to, son? I've already I have a dead son. He had a dead toddler supposedly killed in a car wreck with his first wife. You've got one son remaining. You don't want to talk to your son about what his interests are, what he's doing. Son, how did you land a million dollar a year job at Burisma? In the Ukraine, and as far as I know, you know nothing about energy or Ukraine. You would never ask that question. Of course he asked those questions. He was in on it. He was a liar. Let me hear Joe Biden denying any business knowledge ever with his son. It's ridiculous to go down on that. Go ahead. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business dealings? Yes, I stand by that statement. Okay, I mean, but why? Why go down all in? on something like that is so easily now proven incorrect, false, a lie. See, the deal about a guy like Joe Biden is he can lie right to your face, not blink, 
This is his existence. Remember, he's been doing this for 40 years when he was telling the reporters how smart he was, top of his class, only one to get a full law scholarship at his college. And then we find out none of that was true. In fact, he was at the bottom. In fact, there was no scholarship. In fact, he was a loser of his class. But he had no problem saying that out loud like it was the sun rising in the east type truth. So he's pinned himself to have never had that conversation. The visitor logs of the White House say a very different story. You had Chinese and Ukrainians and Russians coming in and out of the White House all the time. You had Joe Biden making some 13 trips to the Ukraine, one on his last day as vice president to go seal up the final deal. Hunter Biden making $80,000 a month as a board member of Burisma. I mean, come on, low IQs. IQs in the 80s can figure out, let's see, Hunter Biden, no experience in energy, doesn't speak Ukraine, was unemployed in the United States, but somehow Burisma is going to spend almost a million dollars a year on him for what? For Joe Biden. To suggest that Joe Biden say, hey, son, you really, if your kid goes out and lands a million dollar a year job, You are proud of that kid. You want to know about that kid. That kid is probably showering his parents with gifts. That conversation is being had. Joe Biden is stupid enough, low IQ enough, or believes that we're actually going to go for this, that not once in the past two decades he has ever had a conversation with his son about the business dealings he's had in China, Russia, Ukraine. Kid didn't have a job until his dad became vice president. I don't think you believe that. I don't think most Democrats believe this, but we're right there in that moment in time where we've got to sort of shed that willful ignorance. We've got to shed this concept that Joe Biden can do no wrong. The Democrat Party can do no wrong. Why? Oh, well, they're fighting for LGBTQ rights. So why would they ever do something corrupt? Oh, they're fighting for minority rights. So why on earth would they ever do anything shady? That's all been a lie, folks. Black people's lives are worse in the inner city today because Democrats run inner cities. Fact. So we're right there at that moment in time where they have to go all in on a great lie, all in on a great cover up, all in on something that you and I can see. Helen Keller can see. Stevie Wonder can see. All of our famous blind people throughout history can see that Joe Biden took money, took bribes and then executed favors on those parties behalf. Everyone can see that. But we're worried about Donald Trump and a document that implicates Mark Milley's desire to start war in Iran and then pin it on Donald Trump. That's what's going on here. Donald Trump could probably say, I promise I'll never run for any office again. And they would say, great, go ahead, leave. Be done. They're begging for him to say mercy. He will never say mercy. Breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. I want to hear they read the Hunter Biden text message. Now, this is to the Chinese CCP linked high level businessman in which Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have made a deal. We're going to sell you access, sell you privilege. We need 10 million dollars. The money hasn't shown up yet. Okay, and we're getting this from the whistleblowers, brave whistleblowers at the IRS are saying something is going on. Merrick Garland pledged and said it in front of. And this is how these snakes can do it. They lie and they don't blink. Watch a snake. He doesn't blink. 
Merrick Garland, though, looked at everyone in America and said, I am not involved in the Hunter Biden case. They have a full reign to do whatever they feel, bring whatever charges they feel necessary. This is Merrick Garland was almost a member of the Supreme Court. Now in an even more dangerous position as attorney general. But he states, I have nothing to do with it. If they want to bring charges, bring charges. We knew that was a lie when he said it. He said it without blinking. But this this text message shows well, it speaks for itself. Go ahead. I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to know why the commitment has not been filled. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, meaning his father, and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge that will regret not following my direction, I am sitting here waiting for the call with my yes. father. Okay. We have now evidence that he was there driving the Corvette at the Delaware estate that day, the same day that this WhatsApp message was taken. It corroborates the whistleblower's testimony that things were done differently, special to this case, that Merrick Garland was absolutely involved, and that the lead investigator prosecutor on this case was taking those orders from Merrick Garland. Now, I know what you're going to say is, well, let's get impeachment going. And you're right. When have you ever had an administration where the president should be impeached? where the attorney general should be impeached, where the secretary of Department of Homeland Security should be impeached, and all simultaneously. Lauren Boebert has brought impeachment filings to the floor, not based on Joe Biden's corruption, which are worthy of, but his negligence and abandonment of our U.S. southern border. He has failed to uphold his oath. We have 11 11 million new friends that have come into this country, folks. Since this administration came to power, not even two and a half years ago, you understand that that's a problem. You understand that the rate in which they're coming is unsustainable for anyone. That's why we know New York City has spent four billion dollars on 54,000 illegal aliens, shipping them to the suburbs. You do not have that kind of money to spend on these people. And now they're creeping Deeper and deeper and deeper into the suburbs. And our liberal friends out there will say, but these are asylum seekers. What about the children? Good point. Let's talk about the children. Let's talk about the 85,000 minors that are missing in America, that are right now living in a closet, being sold 10 to 12 times a day, fed every other week. Let's talk about the children. Let's do. See, most liberals will not talk about the consequences of what's happened by an open border, the sex slavery, the cartel and their rape tree at the southern border. These are not clear thinkers, folks. If you believe in an open border, you need either an IQ test or a mental health exam. You need one of the two. And of course, we've said open phones, open lines, get your text messages. Let's get a call. Lewis, welcome in, sir. How are you this morning? Praise the Lord. Great. Hey, you remember that Obama didn't want Biden to run? Because I think he knew that all this would come out, yep. and some of this may lead right back to Obama. Yep. Telling me the president didn't know what the vice president was doing? No. Nope. I think Obama was is scared of all this maybe coming back 
some of it coming back on. Oh, I think you're dead right, Lewis. If you remember President Obama, Barack Obama, Kenyan born Barack Obama is famous for saying Joe Biden can F up anything. He can screw up anything. And the fact that Barack Obama would allow Joe Biden to go make tens of millions of dollars while he's this humble civil servant trying to elevate black folks. That's a lie. Now, we know Barack Obama is filthy rich today. We know about the Iran deal and the money going over on a plane cash in the middle of the night. We know about the Netflix deal and we know about all the propaganda that he's a part of. But there is no way. And you're so right about that, that this doesn't come back to Barack Obama in somehow some way. And when you expose Joe Biden, if Joe Biden would have just disappeared and never come back to the forefront, then Barack Obama's probably still on that beach casual, carefree. But this is putting heat on him, so you are dead right about this. He should watch out, especially if Donald Trump gets back in that office, because guess what? That's right. It's a no-holds-bar, baby. That's right. Yep. You got it. Well, Lewis, hey, check it out. Last half of the show, we're going to talk about something about this Pride Month, and I know you know the scriptures, and I know you know about this. Oh, my goodness. God hates pride he asks us to do the exact opposite drop that pride deny ourselves, pick up your cross and follow my son follow me that's what he says so we're going to cover that last half of the show god bless you sir thank you for the call stay tuned hit subscribe everywhere you get the podcast because we've got two great shows in addition per week rumble youtube if they ever let us back on so stay with us my brother we thank you sir all right take care now folks when you look at the level of this doesn't go down. So, so when Joe Biden was given Ukraine as his responsibility, who gave him that responsibility? Barack Obama. You think he's such a decent guy that says, Joe, go take whatever you want. I don't want a thing. I just want to make sure that Ukraine is under control. Give me a break. But we're going to start here. We're going to start with Merrick Garland. We're going to start with Joe Biden. We're going to start with Alejandro Mayorkas. And if Republicans had any guts at all, I mean, just a little bit of street fighter in them. Just a little bit of fortitude, just a little bit of the stuff it takes to stand in the face of evil. These people are all gone. And I don't care if it doesn't clear the Senate. Who cares? Donald Trump didn't either, but they impeached him twice. Put the stuff on the record. Put the stuff out there that says you opened the border. You broke the law. We held you to account. You scum of the earth, Mayorkas. And he lies just as much as the rest of them. That is one condition, one criteria on the application. If you're going to work for the Biden administration, how well can you lie straight faced? And if you can't do that without blinking, we can't have you because the main thing you're going to do here is lie your ass off. Corinne Jean-Pierre is a great example. John Kirby is a great example. We have some of those clips. So, so the, the White House wants nothing to do with this. This is so hot, they can't answer questions at the White House press secretary's the, the conference. They can't answer the questions. That's why we all pretended to make a huge deal about this missing submarine as these text messages and plea deals were going down. We pretended to make sure that the whole world was focused on this submarine. And God bless and God rest those souls that were lost. Are you kidding me, though? We've got the president of the United States knee deep, waist deep in bribery and corruption. Distraction, distraction, distraction. What about the submarine? That lasted, you know, a blink of an eye. But then what do we have? Get the Trump tape out. Distraction, distraction. At some point, liberal media, legacy media is going to have to deal with the fact that Joe Biden is criminally minded 
and criminally active. Going to have to deal with that. Let's hear the White House evade and run around like cowards. And then secondly, um, the president invited his son Hunter to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision making of why uh, the president decided to invite I, I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion. As you know, Hunter is his son. I'm just not going to get well, into let me it. Let ask you this. If, if Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors well, two days earlier? Well, a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, he's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, events at the White House. You could look at past presidents. I'm sure you have. So that is not uncommon. As it relates to anything uh, uh, related to, uh, to Hunter, I'm just not going to respond to it from here. No, and I'm not going to comment further on this. We're going to. We're, I, I'm not, James, James, let me just let me save you, you some. No, let me save. Let me save. Let me save you some breath. If you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing. I don't. I know you do more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Not going to talk about it, huh? Not going to discuss it. Hey, biggest scandal, biggest story going affects the highest levels of our security. Not going to talk about it. Not going to do it, huh? That sounds a lot like they do things in Venezuela and China and all the places that we pretend to oppose. Oh, and by the way, this is a fascinating concept, too. So we're in Ukraine because if democracy falls there and you remember, Ukraine is not a democracy. But if democracy falls there at the hands of Russia, then democracies everywhere are subject to fall. And what did President Zelensky just do? He's canceled. This is breathtaking. He's canceled elections until the war is over. So nice democracy there. Can you imagine that? He is not going to allow a presidential election until the war with Russia is over. Well, how long do you think that war is going to last now then based on that understanding? Decade? He'll assume many, many, many a term. We're still in an ongoing conflict with Russia. So remember that when they send the blank check to Ukraine, all in the name of democracy, remember that that country has canceled their elections until the war is over. God forbid another candidate says, hey, 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 why don't we come to an agreement with Russia? Why don't we stop acting so corrupt ourselves in the Ukraine and change things and promote peace, not hostility? No, no, no. Can't have that. We are in this till the end of days. So remember that when you support Ukraine and you put that little flag in your bio on your social medias and you're promoting Black Lives Matter, the war in Ukraine and the LGBTQ. Wow. You've really hit a home run there. Little trifecta of unworthy despicable causes all three of them are garbage but remember that they've canceled elections in the ukraine okay we've also made a huge deal of pride month pride month and i tell you right now i am so sick that the level of deviant behavior this pride month versus any other it's also unsustainable Big, fat, slob, homosexual men dancing in tidy whities in front of children is repulsive, subhuman, demonic behavior. Prove me wrong. On what planet, on what demonic state of mind is some big, fat slob dancing in front of children in his underwear, 75 pounds overweight? How is that celebrating anything other than Praise to demons. 
See, the reason that we are opposed to Pride Month is because God is opposed to Pride Month. He hates pride, actually. I want to read you a couple scriptures, and there's tons of scripture that speak directly, deeply to pride. Proverbs 11.2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 16.5, the Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Proverbs 16.18, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. That's where I feel like you're teetering right now. When you have people celebrating, and if you haven't been to our social media pages, the Matthew Dark Show on Instagram and Twitter and True Social everywhere, please go follow. We've got a great montage of the absolutely filthy behavior that you're seeing all throughout this country. These pride festivals, these pride parades, nudity and and filthy dancing and children. Excuse me. If the fat homosexual slob wants to dance like that in his underwear on a downtown street, go ahead. What on earth are the parents of these children bringing them to something like this? And what you'll find is that these children are mostly, well, their parents are either hysterical liberals, hysterical leftists, or they're the children of homosexual parents. You know, if you're a Christian or a Catholic child services and you're allowing children to go into the adoption homes of homosexual parents you've disserviced that child you've dishonored god when you do that when you in a sense in a sense sell them into homosexuality that's the only parents that would ever dare bring a child to an adult parade in which you have really disturbed individuals stripping down and dancing, and being applauded, and being celebrated. One of the things that happens before the destruction of a culture, a society, is that the leaders, and this is in Revelations, that the leaders of that civilization are cheering them on, applauding their deviant behavior. Scriptures tell us that. Here's another one, Isaiah 23, 9. The Lord Almighty planned it to bring down her pride in all her splendor, and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. James 4, 6, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture said, says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. You ever really look up to a, a proud person, a prideful person? Isn't that the problem with the person? Pride is the problem. Pride month represents the exact opposite of how we're supposed to live. We are supposed to live in a humble, wisdom-seeking nature, a servant state. That's how we live. Not celebrating your indulgences, not celebrating instant gratification, not celebrating demonic worship. Can't have it. Pride Month means do whatever the hell you want to do, however you want to do it, for as long as you want to do it. There are consequences for that behavior, folks. Pride Month is not honorable. Pride Month is now this excuse to act like a deviant in public and be cheered. How, How is that good for culture? How is that good for children? How does that move a society in a direction of prosperity? How? They never talk about the sad stories. They never talk about the stuff behind the scenes 
But they never talk about what it's like to be the child of homosexual parents and what you're depriving them from. The reason we oppose homosexuality, the reason we oppose Pride Month, the reason we oppose that lifestyle is because it targets and threatens children, the innocence of children. Let me hear that first one, Luke. This is this is actually beyond acceptable. This teeters them into you're not safe in my presence. Let me hear coming for you know what. So let me make sure we heard that. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. And not one Democrat official, Corinne Jean-Pierre, somebody from the administration says that crossed the line. Silence. Crickets. But I can tell you right now, the threat to kidnap a child, sexually assault a child, that is going to get you killed. So the leaders of these people are doing them no favor. When you promote pedophilia as an acceptable lifestyle, you're setting those people up to get murdered. I don't care what the law says. When you threaten to sexually abuse, harm, kidnap, confiscate a child, which is exactly what that clip advertises, you're taking your life into your own hands. You're not safe in most Americans' presence. I think you need to understand that. There's a line that's been crossed. The double mastectomy of a 13-year-old crosses a line. The announcement at a parade that we're coming for your kids crosses a line where the laws no longer apply. So if you're the mother of a homosexual child, if you're the mother of an LGBTQ person, we're calling on you to act now. You may, besides God, be the last person that can help bring that citizen, that child, back to reality. If you accept their lifestyle, if you say, well, I love my son no matter what, do something about his lifestyle then. See, God loves all his children, hates some of their behavior. And unfortunately, without repentance of some of that behavior, that child doesn't return to his glory. That child doesn't return to reality. So we're calling on moms. I've heard too many stories over the last week, three I can know of, where parents have simply accepted an LGBTQ child, young adult, and said, that's just the way my son was made. That's not the way your son was made. Somewhere in there, mom, you dropped the ball. We're not here to shame you. We're here to get you to act. You can love your son and denounce that behavior. You can do both simultaneously, but you got to do something because guess what? The lifestyle that your child has chosen advertises publicly that you're coming for our kids. Are you kidding me? You're going to get your own child killed doing this. That's their public announcement. That's what they're saying out loud and they think there's no consequences for there. There are consequences for that. I can trust me. Trust me, there are consequences for advertising you're coming for our kids. We get to see that, though, publicly. One of the things we don't get to see out loud, and this is almost more heartbreaking than, than anything I can really imagine, honestly, is 
What happens to the kids where they have two gay dads or two queer butch lesbian moms? Do we ever think about their quality of life ever? Some adoption agency has allowed them into this home all in the name of equality, whatever BS reason. And we put children in environments in which is unnatural. Okay, Children are born for the desire of two parents. Mom satisfies so much. Dad satisfies so much. Together, they make the perfect. That's, like, that's not my opinion. That's how God made it. Let me hear this girl that wants a dad. She has two moms. I'm not one of them, but she has two. Do you ever wish that you had a dad? Yeah. Why? Because dads are a little bit um, strong. Kind of. But girls can be stronger. Have you seen your mothers? They're very strong. Um, not as strong as Uncle Michael. Oh, yeah. So really, you just want your moms to go to the gym and get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so if your moms could lift you over your head in the pool, would you still want a dad? Yes. Yeah, well, I think that's pretty obvious. Two butch moms pretending, one pretending to be the male, one pretending to be the feminine, neither satisfy either. A butch lesbian doesn't satisfy all the motherly qualities that a child's seeking, and the other butch lesbian will never be a man. And so you can hear that desire. I don't care if mom can throw me a thousand feet in the air. I want a dad. We've talked about it at length on this program. Why is there so much violence, heartache, destruction in our inner cities? our black and brown communities in the inner city is because there's no dads. I don't think we appreciate how impactful from birth that moment is. Got to have mom, got to have dad, got to have them both all in for that child. Without that, I'm sorry, you're missing growing up. You're missing something inside that could make a person susceptible to an LGBT lifestyle. Why? This is what you saw all day, every day growing up. We need moms with adult LGBTQ children to do the right thing. You got to say no. I love you, but I denounce this lifestyle. And we would say the exact same thing to a mother of an addict. Loves her child, but you're doing heroin 24-7 a day, living on the streets. I love you, but I hate your behavior. How can I help you? What can I do to say no This one's different, though. This one's state-sponsored, although the state is all all too well promoting safe crack houses, safe injection sites. They're taking it there, too, where you also can feel free to don't do anything about your addiction. Just do it with a clean needle that's supplied by taxpayers. It's just as filthy. It's just as awful. Uh, let's hit another call. Sandra, welcome in. Matthew Dark Show. How are you this morning? Matthew, yes. I am doing great. It was wonderful. It was a blessing to meet you this past Saturday at the Health Summit. Yes, ma'am. Awesome summit. Thank you. Yes. And I want to share um, uh, a holy scripture from the book of Luke, Luke okay. 17.2. This is regarding our children. Yes. And the uh, scriptures from the Amplified Bible, and it is, it would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with the millstone mm. tied around their neck than to cause any of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. Amen. Jesus. 
Amen. Jesus is saying right then and there, if you dare lead one of these children to sin, you are better off killing yourself dead to this world than to dare do that to one of these children that follow and believe in me. Uh, an announcement here. We're going to have a great T-shirt coming out. And I got inspiration from a listener, a great listener. Um, we're going to do a black and white, excuse me, a blue and pink T-shirt. And on the back of it, it's going to say God made two. And we're going to reference that exact scripture. I think it shows up again, Matthew 18, six, talking about the millstone. Jesus is actually telling you, you deviants that are leading children into this despicable lifestyle. Go kill yourself before you dare do that to one of these children. I'm so glad you read that. It's such a boost. It's such a God tells us to love children, defend children, raise children with man and wife, stay in the home. Oh, Sandra, so beautiful. Anything else for us this morning? I, I just want to remind everyone, all of we are all of God's children, yes. and that means all of us. He, he, we are His children. We are to protect one another. And um, my God, this state—I mean, if they Ugh. can't murder these children yeah. before they're born, after they're born, and while they're still little school-age children, my God. We, we need to stand up and, and, and fight for these, for these little ones. Amen. Amen, Sandra. Bless your heart. Thank you so much for calling. Stay plugged into the Thank show. You. We're going to do so much more of this. Thank you, and great meeting you. Great seeing you. And we will give a shout-out. That was a fantastic health summit. That was the Naturally Inspired Health Summit up in Loveland. Tammy Garcia of the Naturally Inspired Podcast. Dr. Peter McCullough was fantastic. We're going to get some of that information, some of those slides from the show. We're going to be bringing guests that were there. We're going to have Rustin Hughes as a guest here at some point soon. We want to bring a little bit of taste of all that <clears throat> that we did have. And then we will simply uh, bring our experience to the show and hopefully plug it in. There's so many great vendors there. I mean, my goodness, the vendors were uh, a plethora and, uh, and abundant. There's so many people that are out there absolutely doing the right thing, growing and saving your own food, spending money with patriots, you know, patriots for patriots. There are groups and places you can plug in, folks, where you can absolutely you don't have to spend money at Target ever again. You don't have to spend money at Starbucks ever again. You don't have to go to a single store or service that is promoting causes that directly violate your faith, your morals, your values. You don't have to do that. So we'll be getting to bring in hopefully some sponsorship, but at least some of those guests that can tell you where and when to do this stuff. Because I, I tell you right now, I, I don't think I, I wish I still had something from Target I could return. I couldn't imagine if we were stuck with no clothes, no food, no water, and Target was the oasis out in the middle. I still, I, God, don't let me go in there. Don't let me take the bait. I, I don't want to put one dollar towards anything that goes against my God, my children, my values, my world. I don't want to do any of that. So you can't either. Our money, our money speaks volumes. Holy cow. The way we choose to spend it. Stop. They can't handle. There are. So, that's why Bud Light is reeling. See, Bud Light is down 25 percent in sales. And those are sales that are never coming back. You pissed off the construction worker. You pissed off the NASCAR guy. You pissed off the football fan. You pissed off the regular Joe Blow dad. They said, I'm not touching that thing. I hate pedophilia. I hate gay stuff. I don't want anything to do with it. It's filthy lifestyle, just like street drug use. Doing heroin all day, every day is, is as filthy and repulsive and sad as living a homosexual lifestyle. That's the reality of it. Tolerance was forced down our throat 
just let these two guys hold hands and walk down the street. Don't mock them. Okay, great. And then all of a sudden it's this. I mean, you got to go to our social media and watch these videos. Go to Rumble and watch these videos. The montage of these parades is enough to make you puke. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, the worry is, is how does it stop if it's not from we the people? If you saw the Supreme Court ruled on, this was in North Carolina. This was in North Carolina about state legislatures defining voting districts and voting rules in the state constitution state constitutions that's how these were assigned state legislatures would do that now if you saw in the 2020 election you had pennsylvania for example supreme court of pennsylvania overrode and then there was no pushback from republican gop-led state legislatures they changed the vote 11 days before the election They took away signature verification 11 days before the 2020 election. Joe Biden won Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania was a famous state where it closed in the middle of the night. And we woke up the next morning and Joe Biden was destroying Donald Trump. Donald Trump had a fat lead, a big old lead going into that night. But the fix was on. If you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes, we've got to get you an IQ test. And then based on those results, we've probably got to get you a mental health examination. Okay, you've got to have one of those two things done. To think that this crook got 81 million votes and most of those 81 million votes came in the form of mail-in ballots that were counted in the middle of the night where we couldn't see it. And in states that changed the in Wisconsin, more people voted than lived in the districts. Conversation is over right there. So when you see a gutless coward like Mike Pence, Say, I had no ability, no law, no constitutional authority to reject those electoral. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Those states all broke the law. And how do you know they broke the law? They turned in more votes than citizens live in their state. Dead people and people that no longer live there voted in Wisconsin. They didn't have record turnout. They had blowout, multi-state type turnout in Wisconsin. They called Arizona... 30 seconds in, 30 seconds into the night. Yep, that's it. It's over. Party's over. It's, but we just started. It doesn't matter. It's over. They did that in Arizona. So the U.S. Supreme Court, though, supposedly a conservative-led Supreme Court, it's not, but we'll pretend to play along, is sided with the, the judges, the judicial on this side, where, no, state legislatures will still have to run this all by judges of that state. And who are these judges? You, you tell me. I have no idea. But they're not the elected people that we said, go get it done at your state capitol. They're not those. Oh, and by the way, if the Democrats love the decision, it's bad for you and I. You need to think a couple of things. If the White House loves a decision made at the Supreme Court level, it's bad for the average Christian conservative. That's a fact, not fiction. It's indebatable. Also, the word bipartisan should give you chills down your spine because that means the uniparty has put their foot on something that only, again, hurts Joe Blow, you and I. Let me hear the U.S. This is the White House's response to the Supreme Court ruling that judges will have the final say on how elections are decided in the various states. 
Thanks, Olivia. I uh, just wanted to get a comment on the Supreme Court decision today on Moore versus Harper. Sure. Um, so uh, this morning at the Supreme Court, uh, there was a critical decision with respect to voting rights. Um, as you know, this has been an enormous priority for the president and the vice president uh, since the day that they entered office um, uh, to strengthen and shore up voting rights in this country. And so we're pleased that the Supreme Court uh, rejected the extreme legal theory uh, presented in this case, which would have interfered with state governments, uh, which would have opened the door for politicians to undermine the will of the people, and would have threatened the freedom of all Americans to have their voices heard at the ballot box. Um, again, as you just heard me say, the president and the vice president have made this a significant priority since they first entered office, uh, and they will continue to fight to make sure that, um, to fight to urge Congress to pass uh, critical voting rights legislation in Congress to, as we go forward to ensure there are fair congressional maps and that people have access to the ballot box. Yeah, so just so you know, what they're saying is we want to federalize elections. We want to make sure that we don't have to have IDs on these illegal aliens that are coming over here. We don't want signature verification. And this lie that voting rights are somehow being violated, and they did this in Georgia, and they had record turnout. If you remember, they moved the All-Star game, the baseball All-Star game, out of Atlanta in protest. This is Stacey Abrams-led junk slob you'll never see again. Tells us that the, the black vote's being suppressed, the minority vote's being suppressed as they got record turnout. This is all a ploy to make federal elections the law of the land. Who cares who you elect at your state level? We, the government, federal government, will dictate whether or not we're going to verify signatures. How these gerrymandering districts, these maps are going to get drawn out. We'll decide all that for you. The reach is getting deeper and deeper by the federal government. So when you hear the White House say they're very pleased, it's bad for you and I. This Supreme Court that we currently have is so freaked out, scared, pissless about what happened over the Roe v. Wade. They're never going to cross this deep state again. You know that. I know that. That was a one-time deal, a little blip on the radar. And now when you look back, was it a glimmer of hope? Or was it actually the, what cemented Democrats' move to taking over this country? You have a cup of coffee at socialism, and then it's right into communism. That's the way this stuff works. Demi when the federal government is running state-level elections, that's not democracy. Are you crazy? They know that. They know, Democrats know all over this country, they're smart, that without mail-in voting, Democrats would never win another election in this country. I don't care what state. They're not going to win New York without mail-in voting. They're going to win California. They're going to win Colorado. They're going to win Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. Arizona without mail-in validity. Maricopa County, Phoenix, that's the fourth largest city in the country. And not only do they do rampant mail-in balloting, they actually shut down polling centers on election day to get Katie Hobbs elected. You, you, think, you think she was able to pull that off on her own? Or did they understand that they needed a border state with a governor who was all in on illegal immigration? And that Katie, uh, Carrie Lake was going to dedicate her time in office to unmasking voting fraud. See, Bud Light sales are down because they were pitching stories, pitching themes to the LGBT community. Where's the revenue from them? 
that's the message, folks. The LGBT community is so tiny and has no money that any company pitching to them is going to go broke. You would have thought that, oh, my gosh, Bud Light, this hick brand, college frat boy brand, good old boy brand is now coming for our business and LGBTQ, you thought would get their wallets. That's not what they did at all. What LGBTQ person have you ever seen on TV or at a parade or wherever you're seeing them goes and drinks Bud Light? So you have to put your foot on the throat of any company, Disney's included, Coca-Cola's included. See ya. Cross the line. Cross the line when you said we're all in on pedophilia. Believe it or not, just because you're an iconic brand, doesn't you still need revenue. Believe it or not. You still need a stock price that's moving up, not down, or you don't survive. It's the way this stuff works. It's called extinction. Bud Light can go there. Target can go there. How many thousands of retail choices do you have? Does Target, if Target got wiped off the face of the earth today, does that change anybody's life? The cashiers there can go find a $15, $16 an hour job elsewhere. They can do Uber for the same money. They can work in stock shelves at Walmart for the same money. Walmart, excuse me, Target going out of business, entering extinction changes nothing. Our wallets make that happen. They came after kids, just like the parade said. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. We're calling on moms with queer children to wake up. Acknowledge responsibility. Acknowledge where you went wrong. It's okay. Fix it. Stop it now. Love them, hate their behavior. That's our message here on the show. Stop telling us that we're bigots and racists because we don't condone pedophilia. We'll never will. It's a lost cause. Won't do it. We flew through the hour, Luke. We flew through the thing. Now, we're back tomorrow with a great one. Uh, We've got shows on YouTube, Rumble, everywhere you get your podcasts. Catch the extra episodes. Catch the clips. We're going to be doing heavy-duty videos, montage of what's happening in America right now. You need to see it. We've got to spread the word that they're doing the wrong thing. But until next time, folks, remember this. Serve God. Help others. Stay good. Goodbye. Stay connected with the show on Instagram at The Matthew Dark Show or send an email to TheMatthewDarkShow at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560 a.m.